I want to stick a red hot poker in your beer. <laughs> okay, maybe that's maybe that's a weird starting off uh, point. Let me give you a little context here. Have you ever heard of this German beer tradition called beer poking? I think the German word for it actually is Bierstockchen. <laughs> totally butchering that word. But the idea is you take this red hot beer poker and you actually, you know what, instead of just explaining to you what it is, how about I take you with me? Back in 2019 was the first time I had ever heard of this tradition of beer poking. A brewery in town, Northbound Smokehouse and Brew Pub in South Minneapolis, was putting on an event where they brewed this special beer called an Eisbach which is fascinating. It involves brewing one particular type of beer and then taking the keg and setting it outside to freeze. And we'll talk about that more here in a second. But on January 5th of 2019, I had never heard of any of this before. And when I heard Northbound was putting on this beer poking event, my curiosity was piqued and I decided to record a conversation with the brewer over there, Joel Scott. But before we dive into that, this weekend, January 15th, 2022, if you live in the Twin Cities, I would love to hang out with you. The crew over at Northbound Smokehouse and Brew Pub have invited me out to do some guest beer poking. So I'm going to be there with red hot poker in hand, and I would love to poke your beer. So if any of this conversation piques your curiosity and your interest, and you find yourself getting a little thirsty, I would love to hang out with you. The event, I believe, is from noon to maybe four-ish. I think typically it starts at noon until they run out of uh, the Icebox beer, which doesn't last long. So I'm going to be there for at least noon to 2 p.m. Uh, hanging out, chatting with you. I would love to cheers. I'll put a link to that information. You don't have to buy tickets or anything. There's no cost other than you just show up and purchase one of these uh, beers and we'll poke it for you. It's going to be a blast. I'm looking forward to it. This is a kickoff to, uh, yeah, this is technically the first event of the podcast of 2022. And I'm really excited just for an excuse to hang out uh, with any of you that are able to show up. And I know it's like, it's a weird time right now with COVID and everything going on. This event is going to be outside, which is great. So um, wear something warm. But I'd love to see you hang out if you're able to make it. The link to the more information is in the show notes below. Link to the show notes. The show notes, show notes have links in them. No, wait. How do I? Links have show notes. No, the I, I've got a show note for this episode, and the link to that show notes are before for the event. I'm done talking right now. Uh, this is my conversation with Joel Scott at Northbound Smokehouse and Brew Pub in January of 2019. But maybe before we head over there, let's stop at Merlin's Rest, a British pub here in South Minneapolis. Yeah, let's make a pit stop. For Piney Guinness on our way over to Northbound. Shh. Okay, hey guys, this is Rob. Today, how did this come out? So you have to fill me in. We're sitting at right now at Merlin's Rest in Minneapolis. Today's episode actually takes place at Northbound Smokehouse and Brew Pub in south minneapolis and did you hear about this on facebook uh they're releasing a new beer, releasing a new beer northbound called an eisbach and it's it's actually a german style beer joel is a head brewer i believe over there we met him while we were out there and it was fascinating because what it is is it's a traditional german beer that is well He's actually, he'll, he's going to tell you about it. But w- the crazy thing about it is that they had a fire pit going and they had rods of steel 
of like rebar rods with wooden handles that he would stick into the fire. And the tradition is that you would stand outside, drink your beer and go up to him and he would take it out of the fire and dip it in your beer and instantly it would boil. It would make this really creamy froth on the top of your beer. And it was awesome. And have a chemical reaction. There's a chemical reaction. Yeah, there's a chemical reaction. The smell and taste. And it it actually reminded me a lot of, uh, like he says in this, of toasted marshmallow in it. And I was curious about it because does this make your beer hot in it? You have a cold beer. Is it it like putting putting a red hot iron in it and making the whole thing hot? But it didn't. It just had a chemical reaction on the top, frothed up. It's fascinating. Here's my uh, conversation out on the patio with the head brewer Joel, a northbound brew pub. Okay, tell me about this. What's this called? This okay. beer, Eisbach? Is that, that is the Eisbach? Yeah, yeah. Uh, which originally started as the Doppelbach, which you can also get that on tap. But what I do um, is I basically freeze kegs yeah. of of the Doppelbach. Um, normally I've just done it outside and just let it go overnight, but this yeah. year it's been so warm, so I couldn't do that. When so you I, leave it outside, like you brew it and you leave, put the I let, eggs I put outside? It, yeah, I put it in a keg and then I just leave it outside after fermentation. So. Really? And then it's like, so as it freezes, it kind of slushes up, but that slush rises yeah. on the top, and yeah. kegs, kegs get the liquid from the bottom, so I just transfer it to another keg until the liquid stops, and that's all that's left in the original keg is really? just frozen water. So. Oh man, that's awesome. Yeah. Is that like the traditional brewing method? of this because this is a German beer. Uh, yep, right? so Doppelbach is a German beer okay. and then Eisbach is also so um, it is a Eisbach is a traditional German style. Icing EIS is uh, is a traditional um, thing that Germans do. I'm guessing at some point they accidentally just kind of fumbled upon this. Outside, they had yeah. some beer left outside, yeah, like, oh, and then they drank the yeah. concentrated part yeah. of it. And so it I was overhearing you said like you can't necessarily you can't figure out the exact ABU. ABV. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the I don't have the lab equipment um, to do that yeah. here. I'd have to like send it somewhere. Really. So, but two kegs became one keg. Yeah. So. I'm gonna get uh, the original beer is around nine percent, okay. so I'm guessing it's between fifteen and eight eight really? percent. Because so. you can't just measure the uh, the gravity of it; that wouldn't give you a precise reading. I wouldn't make it. So uh, the only way that I can uh, measure alcohol is I take a gravity reading yeah, yeah. before the beer is fermented, okay. and then an after, yeah, then yeah. after it's fermented, and then the difference between those numbers gives okay. you what that is. So it's but, not reading but it what's won't, getting off. But it won't work. It won't work if I do it that way with a hydrometer so really? I would need some lab equipment man and so. you're doing okay you're doing the pokers yes. what's the deal is this so traditional too this, uh, supposedly this is traditional as well um, I actually learned this little trick from uh, the guys at uh, uh, Shell's Brewing okay. so at their Bachfest they have yeah. big bonfires every year and they yeah. do this and they say it's a it's an old German tradition. I've actually looked online quite yeah. a bit, and I can't find much information about it. And there was a person here earlier that said he was just uh, in the UK, and he saw uh, a, a bar that. doing this. And they actually, yeah. at the bar, they have a fireplace that so they do it, and then they burn notches into the into the bar to make sure that the the uh, if the rod's hot enough. So really? you see all these like burnt oh, notches. Oh, that's so awesome. Is what he said. We so. have friends that were just in Germany, and they they said it's traditional, so like yeah. in their like Christmas markets, oh, they're really? doing this a bunch. Yeah. So the second we heard you guys are doing this, we had to come out and check it out. Yeah, it's awesome. What was yeah. your name? Again? Joel. Joel. Yeah, I'm Rob. I'm the nice head to meet you. Here, so. Sweet. Uh, and all it really does is a couple things. Uh, it makes it extra. Calm.
carameling because yeah. there's a little malonard effect that, that happens. And then mouthfeel changes a little bit. It's yeah. a little more kind of silky. Um, and then uh, my favorite part is the aroma. It smells like uh, toasted marshmallows. Really? Yeah. This is awesome. You want to give it a try? Yeah, I would love that. Is this yeah. enough room? That's enough room. Right. Yeah. And one more sip for you. It's great. It doesn't taste super boozy. I wouldn't think it was it's like deceiving. a yeah. yeah. Hence why you guys are Cheers. Cheers. Oh man. That's so awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, the aroma is awesome. It is. Yeah. Joel, are you doing an interview right now? Yeah. Hey, thanks for letting me uh, pick your brain on this. Yeah, this no is problem. so cool that you're doing yeah, things for so us. Cute.